In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful, and enkindle in them the fire of your love. Send forth your Holy Spirit, and they shall be created, and thou shalt renew the face of the earth. O God, you instructed the hearts of the faithful by the light of the Holy Spirit. Grant that through the same Holy Spirit you may always be truly wise, Rejoice in his consolation to the same Christ, our Lord. Amen. Santo Nino Jesus de Cebu, pray for us. Immaculate Heart of Mary, pray for us. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, Amen. Good evening. Our spiritual reading for tonight will be taken once again from the 40 days reflection into Lent. And the title will be Seeking the Mercy of God from Being Annihilated Through Fasting. Unless you repent, you shall perish. Luke chapter 13, verse 3. When man rebels against God and his commandments, he becomes very wicked and corrupt, committing horrifying injustices and heinous crimes against God and humanity. The root cause is selfishness which drives man to follow his self-will and self-love above God's will and God's love. God created all and is in charge of word order. Man is only his creature. If man remains obstinate and doesn't rectify himself, from his disobedience to God's commandments, out of God's love, he chastises him. And we know this from Hebrew chapter 12, verses 14 and 15. God chastises those whom he loves so that they will not become bastards, so that if they repent, they will become children of God. However, since God wants to save every man, 
as we find this in 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 4. In His mercy, He forewarns the sinner before He chastises him. In the Old Testament, God threatened the cities of Nineveh, Sodom and Gomorrah, due to their sins and crimes against humanity and God. The men of Nineveh repented by their sins by proclaiming a fast, doing charity to their neighbors, and offering worship to God alone. For this, God spared their lives. And we read from the book of Jonah. And the men of Nineveh believed in God, and they proclaimed a fast and put on subcloth from the greatest to the least. When God saw these deeds, that they turned from their wicked ways, then God relented concerning the calamity which he had declared he would bring upon them. And after 40 days of the Ninevites fasting, God did not annihilate them. Jonah chapter 3, verse 5 and 10. The men of Sodom and Gomorrah remained obstinate in their sins of sodomy. Even after angels were sent to warn them of their wickedness. And what is sodomy? Sodomy is having sex with the same gender. So what happens? Fire from the sky destroyed both cities and all their inhabitants, lest their good neighboring countries would be contaminated. So we go back to what we read in the first uh, part of our spiritual reading. Unless you repent, you will all perish, Jesus reminds us. And he repeated it twice in Luke chapter 13, verse 3, and Luke chapter 13, verse 5. Today, in our times, with the acceptance of sodomy in its worst extremes in almost every country in this world, we are destroying God's masterpiece of His creation, man, of whom He plans to make it part of His mystical body, the church, and which, when Christ will come again, the church will become the bridegroom of Jesus. Despite the warnings of the Congregation of the Doctrine of Faith, Prefect Cardinal Luis Ladaria, that sodomy is intrinsically evil, that is, a mortal sin. Majority of Catholic dioceses tolerate it, and some have even allowed the blessings of homosexual unions. Moreover, not contented 
in committing the sin of Pachamama worship, which is idolatry. Many Christian faithful, and even unfortunately, we pray for them, the clerics are committing sacrilege against the Holy Eucharist, a great crime and perhaps one of the greatest crimes. Why? Because as St. Teresa of Calcutta said, the two plagues which the devil tries to destroy the church is the plague of abortion and sacrilege against the Eucharist. So how is this happening today? It becomes a sacrilege when we know that we are in the state of mortal sin and we receive communion. And we also have priests who knows that some people are living in mortal sin like Catholics who are committed to homosexual unions, homosexual marriage, divorce and remarried couples, which Mark chapter 10, verse 6 to 10 calls adultery, and giving communion to politicians promoting abortion. These are all sacrileges. We have witnessed world and church leaders conniving with communists for bribes, which Pope Paul VI strongly condemned as arch enemy of the church and whose doctrine is absolutely irreconcilable with the church doctrine. Yet, many of the church leaders are participating and worse, they have gone so far to collaborate in the crime against humanity by administering dangerous vaccines tainted with aborted fetal cells. But the problem is there is alternative medicine against this coronavirus and it has been proven so effective for the past 40 years, as testified by Dr. Uh, Vladimir Silenko, who won the President's Award of the Doctors. Which are the medicines? Ivermectin, hydrochloroquine, a lot of vitamin C, vitamin D, and zinc. With the combination of this, zero death. Dr. Silenko himself said, I treated 6,000 patients, not a single one died. In India, they use in one province, with a populace of 340 million, more than the citizens of the United States of America. Not a single one died. Yet, using vaccination, 
which is with mRNA, with so many dangerous adverse side effects. In the long run, it can kill us. If this is intentional by the globalists, this is a crime against humanity. And if we collaborate with it, especially if we are clerics, mandating our own people to be vaccinated, we are also guilty of collaboration with evil. In addition, with global nuclear war looming in Ukraine, which can annihilate many countries in minutes, God is warning us to repent within the next 40 days. He wants us to return to Him, obey His commandments, and live as obedient children of God once again. We need to act now what to do. Well, simply, like the Ninevites, let us declare a fast to all the citizens of the world during this Lenten season. In fact, last February 23, Pope Francis calls for fasting to seek God's mercy and avoid annihilation in view of the global nuclear war looming in Ukraine. Let us make a good act of confession and make these 40 days an occasion to atone for our sins, to manifest to God how sorry we are for offending Him grievously. And as we fast, let us also make firm amendment by avoiding the occasion of sin. For good, like what? Like sacrilege committed against the Eucharist, homosexual acts, adultery, pornography, masturbation, and breaking all the objects of our idolatry like Pachamama. Let us atone for our sins by fasting and make reparation for our sins to God using the paralemonial of the Sacred Heart and the Fatima message of the Immaculate Heart of Mary. The formula, CARE. What is CARE? It is an acronym. Frequent confession, make sure we are always in the state of grace. Adoration to the Blessed Sacrament, to make reparation. Rosary daily as a family, if possible, the bishop together with all the parishioners as a reparation to pray the rosary throughout the cities. Eucharistic sacrifice of the Mass daily. Fasting alone we know won't suffice. 
to seek God's mercy and move him to compassion and stop the upcoming nuclear annihilation of many countries. Let us include works of mercy, both corporal and spiritual, aware that charity covers a multitude of sin. Let us organize rosary procession as reparation to seek Mary's intervention. After all, fasting and prayer is praying the rosary. If we do this right away as repentant sinner, God surely, who is compassionate, will relent and will forgive us and will not allow the nuclear holocaust of fire from the sky to consume us. God bless you. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Mm -hmm.